last time on Oppressed by Sun, our heroes were stranded in the prime city, the lost city of the drow. Mumu and Kadim were sucked into a river of souls, where their lives slowly passed in front of their eyes. The mouth of the pool into which Kadim and Mumu fell and entered the river of souls has disappeared. The fate of their beloved friends is unknown. Now our heroes find themselves down two party members in a sewer-adjacent ritual room full of the bodies of slain warlocks, injured, divided, and uncertain as to what is coming next. Episode 25, An Objectionable Rescue. The pool has disappeared. Oh. Uh-oh. What, like what? Like literally full-on disappeared. Yeah, it looks like a stone basin. Uh, Kadim, you, you went in conscious. As you fall into what appears to be water, you find yourself like suspended, uh, almost paralyzed, motionless. It, you're almost in a dreamlike state. You're being pulled downward, and you're watching yourself being pulled downward as though through a, a stone tunnel in what seems to be water, but you cannot feel any wetness on your skin. It feels more like feels like more like you're floating in just a cool air. Can I see the top of the pool, or is that you gone? can roll a perception check? Nineteen. Yes, the pool seems to seal over above you. A stone basin bottom seals over above you. And with that roll, can I see Moo Moo anywhere? Below you, you see a quick wing. But I don't see Moomoo. Moomoo seems maybe too far away. I reach into my pouch and I touch the Gunter's Crypt Stone and try to commune with him and be like, Gunter, if you've ever been here, I could really use your help. Roll a wisdom check. 17. As you touch the stone, you find yourself with a clear connection to Gunter. Have you been here? He says, no, my son. Alright, well, do you know anything about this kind of place? I fell into a portal, and I'm being dragged down towards something. I don't know. Okay. Uh, s- almost immediately, you see, uh, passing in front of you very quickly, because you're being pulled down at a quick rate, passing in front of you is almost like a ledge. You could try to grab onto it. Okay, I'll try to grab onto it. What do I need to do? Strength check. 15. Yes. Your fingers cling to it as the blue medium that was holding you washes away. You feel your body become corporeal again. And you're clinging inside of a vertical shaft that's empty. And it's sealed over on the top. Beneath you is just dark. Okay. And it's perfectly smooth except for this one little notch. How big is this notch? <laughs> like, <laughs> barely big enough for your two knuckles to fit away. <laughs> oh, jeez. Alright, hey, alright, thanks for the handhold, Gunter. Cutting away from uh, Kadim. <laughs> I'd like to investigate this rock thing. Yes, I want to get close to it and start seeing as if you, I can as you move do, the rocks. You, you notice that right on the edge of the uh, basin, uh, right near where the uh, high priestess was uh, was standing, on top of the uh, what appeared to be water, you notice there is a small stone. And uh, as you look at it, you hear some sound coming. So I'm going to go head towards the stone. It's like a blue, uh, roundish stone. I'm going to try and pick it up. All right, so I'm going to remove one of the earplugs. Mm-hmm. And then see, and hold it up to that ear very closely and see if I Report! Can hear. Report! What has happened? Report! Everything is okay. <laughs> Roll a deception check. 19! Oh, there nice. you go. Explain the interruption. I got hungry. Resume immediately. Send snacks. Resume immediately. But I'm hungry. <laughs> Unacceptable! <laughs> I will be there in two minutes. It's okay, we will resume the ritual. 
You don't need to bring snacks. I will be there in two minutes! No, it's okay. We're fine. <laughs> We're fine here. There's no more sound. I'm waving you down, and I'm telling you to take off your ear thing. Okay, yeah, I dig one out. Uh, what's up? The rock just talks to me, and the big bad's gonna be here in two minutes. It's an investigation, right? Yeah. 24. Metals and poisons no. and fungus, all kinds of strange things. Cutting back to Kadeem. Alright, since I'm a giant, can I feel the other side of this tunnel? Does it feel like smooth glass? Yes. Like smooth as glass? Yes, like magically cut. Alright, but can I reach the other side? Yes. Alright, I want to try to like push myself, like my hands and feet on the opposite side and just shuffle my way up towards the top. Athletics check. Your only leverage is push back. There's no friction hardly at all. I know. Uh, so, you are, you're, you're, every time you're slipping a little bit, but your your feet and your hands and your you're, you're inching upwards, inching upwards, but you're getting tired. Roll a constitution save. Eight. You begin to slide downward. Okay, fine. As you're tiring out, your sweat is dripping off you now. There's sweat on your palms and it's getting it even worse. Brace my feet, wipe the sweat off my hands, okay. and go at it again. All right, go, go ahead and try again. Another athletics check. Oh, a 16? All right, you're making progress again. Okay. okay. You're just clinging on, just let, like... Let me try one more time <laughs> to try to get out of here. <laughs> Seventeen. Can't roll over a ten. Slowly making a little bit of progress, but damn, you're like still like seventeen feet away. You hear a seaweed's voice uh, talking to something to something you don't hear. <laughs> a seaweed. <laughs> she says, "I'm getting food or something." You guys are searching the room when a a female uh, drow barges in through the door that you entered. She is hunched a little bit and has big glasses. She. She pushes her glasses up and looks at and blinks at you and says, Deneb? Are, are, oh, you, yeah. are you the ones that she brought here? Who are you? My name is Shalak Kalir. I'm looking for Deneb. Are you the one that contacted us by the rock? Because um, if not, there's a big bad coming. Hmm. Do we, do we she looks around the room. She seems to be taking in the scene. There's like, yeah, there's charred corpses all about. Um, she looks at you guys. She says, Are, are you the heroes that Drawroth asked for? Yes, but oh, we're in a yeah, world of trouble. Mm. Our friend seems to have disappeared. Where is Danette? She should be helping you. She's she unconscious. Passed out uh, irretrievably in a coma in a hotel. T take me to her immediately. Uh, yeah, we're all... Uh, so we got unconscious people. Uh, two of our folks seem to have disappeared into a glowy hole in the middle of this room. And somebody's coming to see why we stopped the ritual. Yeah, so we should probably skedaddle. But do you know anything about this hole or how we might retrieve someone out of it? Shuffles up next to you. She's sort of hunched over. Bright white hair that's sort of Albert Einstein style, like froed out. Piercing blue eyes that are obscured dramatically by thick, thick glasses. When she keeps pushing up her nose uh, periodically, and she like leans into it, like look at you. Hmm. Take me to the nev immediately. All right. Well, are you gonna help hoist this guy? She raises her hand and he like levitates. Shit, let's go. Oh, Nito. All right, yeah, let's boogie. <laughs> we'll be back for you, Steven Mumu, maybe, and uh, skedaddle real fast. Do I hear any of that? Sorry, guys, there's a big bad coming, and I'm not going to be caught. You can roll a perception check. There's muffled sounds above you. I'm continuing to climb up like, hey, hey. You're shouting now? 18. Yeah, you hear shouting, like uh, from under the floor, from under the basin. 
Shout out to Shalom. Like, there's somebody under here. Can you, like, break this thing or flip it over or levitate it? <clears throat> Excuse me, um, we don't have time for this. Yeah, we don't have time to not have time for it. Now, Move the damn thing. She, she, she sort of brushes you off and starts uh, shuffling towards the door. You want to uh, find uh, your friend? Do you really want to be here when Duramax arrives? I don't know who that... Oh, wait, no, actually, I kind of do. Like, well, yeah, yeah actually, know. yeah, we can take him. Why don't you heal uh, me up and... I do not believe that is true. At this point, we cut to Mumu as she is also in the River of Souls. Death saves are in order. We start with a death save. Oh, okay, wait, so what are we at? What are we at in terms of saves? Two uh, fails right? in one make. 17! You, you find yourself being washed away in this, it feels like a medium, but it's not like water. It's not wet, it looks like water, but it, it, it's more like a uh, thick air that, that just sort of pulls you with it as it goes down. Above you, you see a quickling. That's uh, that's moving at the same pace as you. Um, you can roll a perception check. You notice that above you, the medium, the blue medium that's be that's sweeping you away, seems to end suddenly, just above the quickly. I'm swimming for the surface. Oh, but can I move? Yeah, it was a natural twenty. You are able to control your body and allow the quickling to pass almost through you as the the blue medium flows out beneath you, and you find yourself now in a uh, vertical shaft, but you are at the very bottom. You're looking up at a black vertical shaft. The blue medium evaporates beneath you into the stone, and you are standing at, on a flat bottom, black, a completely black vertical shaft. 25. There are no handholds. It is like smooth glass. You hear shouting and noises above you that you recognize as Kadeem. I yell, throw me a rope, you bastard! I assume I can hear this. Yeah, you hear from far below you, you hear a squeaky little moo moo voice. You have all the rope! <laughs> all the party's rope! <laughs> As the uh, blue medium washes away, a couple of, of sparks of memory of something that occurred here uh, strike you. One is you see an old female moon elf with scarred over eyes and stark white hair in a tight bun. You remember her speaking to you. You remember. You also remember seeing images of all of your uh, friends, like Jennifer and Ertamid, and and you also hear the words in your head. You are not a great fear. You are one of ours. You notice that something is glowing on your back. Turn around. Feel for a door. So you turn around, and the light uh, turns around with you. It's always still on your back. Spin around in circles, real quick. <laughs> it appears to be in your um, quiver. You pull out an arrow that is entirely made of light. Arcana check? That's a 23. 22. It is intended to guide you. I hold it in front of me. You feel like you need to toss it. Toss it? As you toss it up, like sort of a point up, the point suddenly levels off and goes down, passing through the wall directly in front of you, disappears only to reappear on your back. I run straight into that wall. Cutting away to you guys up above as Shalak Talir like put behind herself and says, Where is the Neb? I will I will go and find her myself. This will take five seconds. You just lifted that guy, no problem. He's right below us, we can hear him. He's one of the ones pledged to help Droroth. If you want to help Droroth, you gotta help him. Persuasion roll. Deneb is under that rock. She sort of uh, hikes up her glasses once more, squints at you. Let's go, uh, he's coming! Mutters a few words. A gap. Uh, like in space and time begins to form in the middle of the, a black uh, gap just in the middle of that basin. And it just begins to shred open above you, Kadeem. You see a light beginning to peep. A, a rift is torn above you uh, through the, the bottom of the basin. Peering down at you uh, through thick, thick glasses is a white-haired, crazy-haired woman with piercing blue eyes. She says, 
Who are you? I'm Kadeem. I need some help. Deneb's down there with you, right? Deneb's in the hotel. Uh -huh. You feel yourself being lifted. Okay. Just levitated out of the hole. Sick. I pull myself out, man. You're too big to fit through the gap. Because I punch it open. Critical fail. <laughs> you slam your fist and you take six points of damage. <laughs> As your fist is bleeding and you might have a broken knuckle. Why are you so big? <laughs> she whispers dispel magic on you. The effect is is removed. Okay. And you are you come floating out of the hole. Alright, I lose all my temporary hit points. Yes, you do. Okay. Where's Mumu? <laughs> Mumu's down there. I should sound like she's at the very bottom There's of the pit. There's one more, get them. We got company on the way, and we're in no shape to deal with it. I'm afraid, I'm afraid we don't have time for this. Mumu, okay. can you get out of there Deneb's on your own? still down there, keep trying. <clears throat> this hotel you were talking about, where, where was that then? I'm shouting in the hole, Mumu, can you, <laughs> hey, is there Deneb's a way out down there? Please, Shalath, just try, there's one more down there, please try and get them, and we will get you whatever you want. And right. then we'll go. We need to go. Duramax is coming. Don't hesitate. Uh, yeah, Duramax is coming, and I'm going to be not here when he arrives. Hey, Mumu, is there a way out for you down there? I have a magical arrow that pointed through the wall. I tried to go through the wall, and it really hurt. All right, meet us at the hotel where we left Deneb. I guess I'll lead the way to that trap door we discovered that leads into the hotel. Okay, something blurs past you. Attempts to stab you and misses. But let's go. Uh, so you guys are, are scrambling up the ladder. You find yourself in the uh, bomb shelter, the bombed out hotel lobby. The bartender uh, is bleeding from hands and forearms and is still trying to uh, sweep uh, fragments of glass into his own palm uh, for some reason to clean up the bar. And the whole bar is, is strewn with broken windows, uh, broken chairs. Uh, there's one person arguing with a picture on the wall. Everyone, stay in the lobby. I'll be right back. I dash upstairs if I'm the fastest one of the party. Yeah. I kick open the door and get Deneb and bring her. We should probably get back up to the room and lock ourselves in. So you follow Kadeem up the stairs? back exit. Actually, yes. Shalot, like, looks at you and, and when you say that and nods and starts climbing the stairs. She moves pretty slow. She's, like, hunched, and she makes, like, very slow work up the stairs. I'm just gonna grab her by the waist since the whole party seems to be coming up and yeah, I just- Get to the room. Uh, hey, uh, Sword Short stabs you in the back. Ow! Blurred figure swoops by, stabbing her and continues to run. Okay, do we see, do we see this at all? Uh, well, you do see her fall down as a blurred figure runs past. I have negative three hit points. Varian, you take 14 points of damage as a as a uh, another short sword hits you in the back. You cool. trip him. And he clatters onto the ground and immediately goes motionless and gets completely invisible. Well, since Kadeem ran off and left me, I guess I'm trying to escape back through the arrow tunnel. You take three points of damage as you bump into the wall again. And you're pretty convinced there's nothing there. I get the arrow back out. And I'm like, bitch, you better do right this time. I'll throw it in the air again. And it does almost an identical thing, only this time it aims a little higher. But not much higher. It's still right at your knee level. I'm gonna try and stick my short sword through the wall again. At the floor where you stick your short sword. Try to crawl through there. Roll intelligence saving. This time you're at advantage because you have a strong sense that this could be the right way. Ten. Bumps her head. She like gets down on all fours. Mumu is literally banging her head against the wall. <laughs> uh, roll a perception check, Mumu. Like there is all of a sudden there's a hum of activity in the room above you. You hear you hear feet, footsteps. You hear shouting uh, from from voices you don't know, uh, like echoing down this long tunnel. Does a 14 work for you? Your head gets inside, and once your head is through, you see yourself in a very dark tunnel. It's about a foot and a half tall. You're, you're basically on your belly, just like worming your way through. 
I'm going. With a dag with two daggers out in front as I crawl. Uh, by the time that these guys are uh, fighting uh, quicklings in the uh, in the inn, you uh, you find yourself in a sewer grate, a regular sized sewer grate of the same quality as uh, you were in before. All right, Momo is stuck behind a uh, behind a grate. You guys are surrounded by quicklings. You're trying to smash one out. Um, he tries to run away from you. And there are now you can tell this whole room is blurring with quicklings. Okay, well I saw um, you see we go down right. Yep. Okay, so we don't have time for this. I'm gonna run over and uh, dump a healing potion down her throat. Squeezy takes one down, jumps onto a blurring figure, bites into it. The little uh, frail quickling collapses to the ground, breathing heavily, and then it sort of just like fades, and it's like twitchy little <coughs> muscles just sort of fade out. Uh, but you can see this room now. There's probably a dozen quicklings in here. It's it's time to go. Okay, as you guys run towards the room, they try to cut you off, and one of them stabs stabs you and misses. So you guys are, are struggling in your way through the room. Kadeem cuts down a uh, quickling, just cuts him in half. You guys uh, are managed, able to get into the room. Good. Barricade it. That's okay. There's going to be a table or like a, like yeah, a, a like bookcase a, or a, a bed. bed or something, we'll flip it up instead. All right. So you guys slam a whole bunch of uh, furniture over there. Meanwhile, Shalak has moved into uh, into the corner of the room and is casting some. Meanwhile, back in the sewer, Mumu struggled with a grate, was able to heat the hinge and loosen it. You're able to loosen it just enough. It sort of falls off and clinks into the room. And you are uh, in the sewer now. There's I no pull out my arrow and I throw it in the air. The, uh, the tip flattens out and flies off down one of the several tunnels that you're looking at. I just sprint after it. Do you have a way out of here? Excuse me, sir. It would be um, very welcome if you would just shut up while I'm working. Okay. <laughs> shut up, Kadeem. Let her work. Make sure that no one comes in the, the broken window here. Please, thank you. I'm going to take the mattress and put it up against the window. Okay. Just as you do, uh, you hear a little poke uh, on the outside as something runs into it at high speed. Um, but you uh, you immediately hear some sh- uh, some cutting sounds on the other side of the mattress. All right. Uh, I'm going to need some help here. There's something coming in. <laughs> Was whatever Shaloth is doing, does it happen to look anything like the uh, that uh, racist gnome was doing when he was conjuring portals? Uh, 14. Yes, it does. The bed uh, yeah, frames yeah. You, the You've got a mattress shut. there, but you, you can see that they're shredding it. Um, in fact, there's a few holes, uh, already slashes poking through. Yeah, one of them tries to climb through the hole that they cut. Cutting at him. You okay. just cut him off and sort of plug the hole with his body. Uh, little short swords are cutting away mattress nearby him. And one of them, and he's immediately pulled out and thrown away. All right, I start just sitting there in front of that hole and just start stabbing through there. <laughs> stabby, yeah, stabby, 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 stabby. Slowing down their full frontal assault and trying to pull the uh, mattress out of the way. So, uh, something I just remembered yeah. I had since I'm actually conscious now. Yeah. Uh, reach into my bag and pull out my immovable rod. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to run over the door, stick it up against the door, press the button, uh-huh. and that way we can take the bed frame and shove it over to the window. Yeah, as you go to the door, you hear scratching and clawing outside the door. With my athletics, 15. They pull the mattress out of your hand, and they rip the mattress away from the hole, and now you guys are looking at about 15 quicklings out on the balcony, all of which are going to come flooding through this broken window. Shalat, help! Yeah, the bed frame slams up against there. There's like one stat in the middle and like uh, or a couple of uh, slats in the middle and, uh, you know, the frame. So that sort of blocks their progress for a moment. A blurred figure comes jumping through the newly broken window, stabs down on Varian, taking him down to the ground, and then just bolts into the room and like circles around. And meanwhile, Shalat is like, you are doing a terrible job. Hurry the fuck up. Take my longbow and try and shoot the little thingy that just came in after Varian. 
You take down the one that's in the room, and you guys return your attention to the window. All right, Moo Moo. You find yourself at the end of a tunnel with with a ladder that leads up to a grate. You are able to open the and uh, slide the grate out of the way, and you find yourself on the. You know, it looks like a war zone street, uh, but without the bombs, you see bodies littering the, the sides of the road. One drow comes screaming past you, just running and screaming, and apparently at some uh, horror that you don't see. See if I can figure out where I am with my city secrets ability. You know the direction to the inn. Natural 20. Well, they do not know. As you see quickly, darting about, some of them are still dragging bodies. As you approach the outside of the inn, you see that there's a pitched battle going on on the uh, floor where you were staying before. You see, uh, across the street, through the broken window, see your friends are all trying to hold balcony against a, a wave of quickling. But just beyond them, you see a teleportation uh, circle opening. Ooh, maybe I should get over there. All right, you hit the ground on a roll. You pop up. You're bolting towards the. You easily are able to make it to the other wall. Moo, hurry up, bitch! You <laughs> left me behind. I knew you were okay. You knew you were good. <laughs> I was unconscious. Don't blame it on me. Gabe, I wanted to go yeah. out on the balcony and just yeah. start slashing at any quicklings that happen to be there to clear a path for Moo Yeah, as you step out on the balcony, they're clearly afraid of you. Yeah. And they start jumping off. Kadeem, when you get out there, there's only one left. And uh, he, he tries to attack you. So you're able to cut him down as he tries to attack <clears throat> you. And now you see beneath you on the ground in the street, there's forming like a little semicircle of quicklings. They just freeze in place and go invisible. About an eight-foot-tall obsidian black creature, humanoid, is walking down the street in directly in your direction and he levels a finger at you and you need a um wisdom saving i'm chigo natural 20. <laughs> yeah whoa <laughs> i just that point my so sword hard. at him motherfucker. <laughs> this androgynous creature eight feet tall and cut like a v he raises his finger at you and says bring me shalaf fuck you i Reach over and grab Mumu as soon as she gets within range to haul her ass inside. Yep. And we run towards the teleportation circle. Yep. And Shalath is standing at the side going, Excuse me, would you hurry up, please? Yeah, 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 yeah. Let's go, let's go, let's go, Shalath. Come on. After passing through the teleportation circle, they find themselves in a penthouse made of smooth, round metal. The floor has concentric circles and myriad colors, and above is a tapering peak. On all sides are windows on which you can see that you are a thousand feet above the city. Out one window is another similar tower, just a little bit smaller than this one. As she lovingly carries Deneb over to a small chair and sets her down gently, Shalath looks over her shoulder at the rest of you and says, Thermix will be here in minutes. I suggest you leave. She points to the nearby tower. That's it, guys. That's the tower with Drawroth. You'll find that there is an invisible bridge that leads to the uh, tower where you can find Draroth. If you'll get rid of him, that would really help me. I instruct Squeezy to get on the bridge and have him start so he can lead the path. Oh, he's going to wrap himself around it. Yeah, yeah. so I can follow him. Yeah, you see, Squeezy, like, at first he doesn't seem to know where he's going. He just sort of pumps his head against something and then he sort of wraps his body okay. around. And you see him... There actually is a narrow, un very, like, almost 45-degree angled path that sort of uh, juts out from the, uh, the window. So you make it slowly across the bridge, and as you do, you find yourself, uh, see me first, um, looking in a window at what looks to be a galaxy of stars inside. Roll an intelligence. 19. You hear a voice inside here. It says, Welcome, hero. Come in. I am waiting motion for them to hurry up without saying anything. 24. You're pretty certain there's a command word to open. 
And I say, draw off. You say shallot? Yes. The uh, window just slides open. Kamumu jumps in the window into this swirling mass of stars that uh, focuses in on a single point in the center of the room. It just seems to be pulled along with the uh, with the swirling rotation in the room towards the center of gravity. In the I take out that little like greater soul gem. Uh huh. I throw it right into the center of that cluster of stars. You hear a voice in your head. Uh huh. It says, "Welcome, Cookie. Get in the gem." Does it get in the gem or not? Droroth, get in the gem. I hopped in the room after. You hopped in the room. Okay, yeah. you find yourself swirling in, uh, caught in this swirling pattern. Rolling intelligence save. Oh, fellow traveler. I see that you have my hatred for the Illithid. Who are you? I am your greatest ally. How can you- Accept my gift and I will help you to fight the Illithid until they have been exterminated from the universe. How do I do this? Okay, so you're accepting. Yes. All right, you feel a power wash over you, a dark power. Suddenly you are not swept up in the uh, swirling mass of stars. You are standing in the room watching Mumu being <laughs> whirled around like in a, uh, in a blender. You feel a connection to a powerful being. You are speaking directly to it. Uh, you grab Mumu and stop her. And in fact, as soon as you sort of grab her and stop her, she see Mumu, you are no longer affected by these sort of centrifugal forces in the room galaxy of stars that rotates around a point in the middle, in the middle, which is the, a bright, like, seething white light. Mivi, you know that you are supposed to pick up that soul gem. Alright, so, uh, I walk over, I'm, I'm gonna grab the, the soul gem. As the, you do. That's the one he threw, right? Yes, it is. Okay. Round, large fist size, hollow, uh, pale blue gem. Okay. And you pick it up, and as soon as you do, the point of light, which was nearby, just seeps into the gym, and the entire swirling galaxy just just sucks into the gym. And you know you hold Draroth in your palm. Go to the stairs! Alright guys, <laughs> we gotta get out of here, we need to go down the stairs. You're in a similar room to the one you were in on the far side of the bridge. A bluish, sort of metallic stone structure. But in the center of this room is an oval are several ovals of varying shades of red and brown and orange. Looking completely out of place in this sleek, uh, metallic room is something that looks like it was ripped here from another dimension. A bluish, a, a black box uh, with one face open towards you, stuffed with, with roaring sort of torches and lit up with an otherworldly sort of bluish color. In front of there are three warriors in a position of, uh, in a defensive position. Behind them are two archmages wearing beautiful flowing robes and holy, holding staves. Mumu, you see a familiar smelly, uh, smelling smoke begin to fill that room. Just I move in. I want to kill me a mage. 57. You hit one of them directly through the eye, and you can tell it is focusing on a spell. The back of its head just explodes and brains I would like to use my bonus action to hide. In the smoke? You go into the smoke, roll a constitution save. Five. You fall to your knees coughing loudly in the middle of the room. Mumu, a wave of black tentacles emerge from the- They seize you, wrapping around your throat and body. The three elite warriors converge on Mumu. The blades of the elite warriors strike true, bringing Mumu to her knees. And as what would be a death strike pierces her sternum, her mind drifts to another place. You see that white-haired lady that you saw in your in your fleeting vision in the in the river of souls. She appears to you once more. Not yet, she says. 
as the last attack, it seems to sort of sink into you, but then just sort of slide off and do no damage. I have one cure wounds. Okay, maybe we should uh, go rub that on our now thoroughly dying companion. Okay, so Varian runs in, hucks up Molotov right on number two, catches all three of the uh, warriors on fire. His skin seals over with a uh, with a grayish hue. Cure wounds on um, the downed Mumu. As you wake up, Mumu, once again you hear in your head, Value your friends. A lightning bolt emerges from over in this direction and catches Varian, Mumu, and Asiwi. With the High Priestess now engaged in the fight, the elite warriors turn their attention on Varian, and once again their blades strike without error. Alright, so they cut down Varian. Sorry, buddy. Son of a bitch. <laughs> My comrades fall. I, I beg to draw. What can you do to help us? This obviously isn't going our way. Touch them! You, you swing out like a slap. Like an open hand slap. <laughs> and you hit all three of those drow across the face. An epic bitch slap. And as you do, you feel Draroth's power seep out of you and into them. Just falls to her knees, crumbles down, and just shakes. You can see her eyes roll back, and she is overcome with spasms as her body just begins to tense up. I'm just gonna stealth up behind that guy. Does not see you as you, you are just right behind him. Yeah. You got that. You can tell she's concentrating on a spell. I'm gonna shoot at the mage with my okay. longbow. Isiwi's arrow hits and distracts the drow mage for just that one key moment. A drow high priestess appears as you've broken the greater invisibility spell. With her cover blown, the high priestess fires a lightning bolt. She, she's gonna hit Mivy. I think Varian's gonna auto fail. <clears throat> she, so she hits Varian. That's two failed death saves, Varian. Uh, Mivy, you need a deck save. Mumu, you need a deck save. And that warrior needs and a deck save. Lightning bolt blisters through. Mumu is completely down on the ground and ducks underneath. Varian is caught up in the lightning bolt, and you can see his body is singed and burning now. The uh, elite warrior is also caught by the lightning bolt, but Mivy, like a, the cat ninja the dwarf that he is, gets out of the way. Alright, so you, as she moves away from you unsuspectingly, you slash her across the back badly. Yeah. Um, she tries to turn and cast the witch bolt. She misses you. Turn me to my altar. Trying it. Touch both of the guys. Good dead, little mage. As you just cut her her whole chest and body open, and she just lays sprayed there like her, her ribs just her, just ribs are just out flailed flayed a specimen that you've uh, dissected. Basiwi focuses fire on the high priestess. Another arrow hits her. Blood is all over her beautiful uh, robes, and she uh, she looks panicked. Seeing Varian on death's door. While the High Priestess prepares to make her escape, Mumu is faced with a challenging choice for a character who has never sacrificed an opportunity to kill. Mumu, with the voice of the white-haired lady echoing in her mind, Value your friends. Friends, friends. Will go and pour her last fucking healing potion into Varian's mouth. The High Priestess immediately goes invisible. And is gone. As the High Priestess attempts her escape, her last standing soldier attempts to grab Draroth's soul gem from the hand its rightful holder. 18! Oh! Snatches the... right out of your hand. Snatches Draroth's soul gem right out of your hand. And you hear in your head, DO NOT FAIL ME! So the drow disappears into the stairwell. Maybe you heard a clattering sound in the uh, as the drow warrior disappeared into the stairs. 
As you do, yes. as you turn the corner, you see the drow frozen on the ground in a cramped state. Soul Gem is rolling down the stair. Plop, 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 lands at your feet. I'm going to take the Soul Gem and still plant an axe right in that stupid ass's head. Take him to the altar. I'm going to take him to because I don't think I should. Alright, maybe you approach the altar. <clears throat> you know you are supposed to. But you also have a sort of us of dread. Don't do it, maybe! Just toss the gem in there. Don't do it, maybe! So far, Roth has helped me out. I mean, I don't feel right about What this, a cool guy. Really like this guy. Yeah. <laughs> Nothing but smoke and mirrors. <laughs> he said he could help kill the, uh, so I'm gonna move into the altar. Alright. Um, as you move into the altar, you feel yourself, like, the room behind you disappears. And you find yourself in a completely new world. You are still in this altar. But behind you, mist. Uh, it seems to cover an uneven ground that stretches in, in infinite directions. In front of you, an altar materializes, and you see that it is is cut from this same bluish, ghostly uh, stone that uh, this this whole altar is built out. And as you approach, you know it doesn't need to say you know that Draroth wants to be placed upon the altar. How can you guarantee my safety if I put this stone on the altar? What is your wish? I wish to be strong enough to kill the Illithid that said that he would call upon me. Place me upon the altar! I place this. Okay, as you do, Droroth uh, emerges from the stone, and you see once again the swirling, a, the white, beaming, intense ball of light reemerge, and the swirling galaxy that was around it before now reemerges, but now it does not just take up the entire altar, it takes up the entire plane that you are in. You feel a wash of energy wash over you, and an axe appears in your hand. The energy, this uh, mechanically, it's uh, you're going to gain proficiency if you don't already have it in intelligence saves. You will also gain the axe, which is the axe of bloodletting, and you know it to be especially effective against the Illith. And the rest of you see that this structure disappears from the and Mivy is left standing there. Guys, drop this safe. You don't have to thank me. <laughs> Well, damn, there goes my pledging allegiance to him. You sense that you still maintain your connection to him. It seems that Mivi has found his calling in the service of Draroth, conqueror of the astral expanse and ruler of multiple multiverses. Meanwhile, our heroes have accomplished their task, but at great cost and questionable benefit. Join us next time on Oppressed by Sun as we reach the penultimate episode of Season 1. There will be some big changes coming for Season 2, and we're all looking forward to that, including a revamp of our website. Join us at OppressedbySun.com where we got maps lore and a whole lot more. Thanks for listening. See ya.